0: Hi, I'm Rob. Tale number 10. Parmesan cheese makes Mike sad. I was working at a golf course as a caddy. A caddy is the person that carries the golfer's bag around. And so what you would do is you would go to work, you'd check in, and then you would wait to get assigned to a golfer. But some days it wasn't very busy, so you would never get assigned to a golfer and wait all day. I would usually bring a book or my iPod, and there was this guy named Car Wash Mike that would hang out with the caddies while we were waiting. He wasn't a caddy, he did not work at the golf course. He was actually a member, but he never played. He just sat around talking to everybody. They called him Car Wash Mike because he owned a car wash, and he would go on these really long rants, almost like a stream of consciousness type of thing, where he would just jump from subject to subject. Politics, food, life, pets, everything. And one day he was talking about Parmesan cheese. Up until he was like 20, he thought it was called Marmarjan cheese, and no one ever corrected him. And I was like, couldn't you read? That it started with a P? And he was like, yeah, but that's still how I thought you said it. And then, one day, someone corrected me. And for a while, I started calling it Parmesan cheese, but I just didn't like the sound of it. It didn't sound appetizing to me. It didn't sound delicious. But I can't go back to calling it Marmesan cheese. That's just not really acceptable in our society. This conversation about Parmesan cheese triggered a whole other line of thought that led to a whole nother story. It's a story that inspired a short film that I made that is very, very loosely based on it. As you can tell with the Parmesan cheese thing, Mike was an eccentric guy, and I've never been able to confirm anything he's told me, but I still think the story is worth telling. So he says the thing about Parmesan cheese, and then he just sort of slumps down, and he's silent for a while, and then he looks at me and he says... You want to know why thinking about Parmesan cheese makes me really sad? And I say, yes, of course I do. So Mike was very close to his sister, Sandra. And Sandra had married this guy, Dave. And after the marriage, the relationship just went south really quickly, and they got a divorce. And the whole thing just sort of broke Sandra. There wasn't any, like, physical abuse, but this guy, as Mike put it, had stolen his sister's confidence. And it just really rubbed Mike the wrong way. And he said for the first time in his life, he really wanted to hurt somebody. He wanted to hurt Dave, like physically. But he knew he could never do that. It wasn't his place. His sister would kill him. So he just sat with it. But his sister got worse and worse and sadder and sadder. And he just couldn't get it out of his mind. So he started thinking of ways that he could like punish Dave, without actually physically harming him. And Dave had no idea what he looked like. He had never met Mike. So Mike sort of had an advantage. And the first plan he came up with just started out as sort of a fantasy, but it built up in his mind. And what he was going to do is he was going to go to the grocery store and buy one of those like shakers full of Parmesan cheese. And then he was going to go find Dave and he was going to force him to eat the whole thing. And he wasn't going to tell him who he was, and he wasn't going to tell him why he had to do it. And he thought that would just really freak Dave out, which is what he wanted to do. He wanted to unsettle him. He wanted to steal his confidence. He wanted to turn his world upside down, like Dave had turned his sister's world upside down. So he went and bought some Parmesan cheese. And then he found out where Dave worked, and he waited for him to leave one day, and he followed him home. And he parked across the street from Dave's house and he waited in his car to get the confidence to do what he needed to do. It wasn't coming to him, so he opened the Parmesan cheese and ate a spoonful of it just to see what it was like, and he realized it was delicious, and that it really wouldn't be that difficult for someone to eat a whole jar of Parmesan cheese. He also started to think about what would happen if Dave just said no. Was he going to, like, hold him down and force-feed him this Parmesan cheese? Basically, Mike realized his plan was terrible. So he drove away. He also mentioned that he just deeply regretted that he had even thought of the idea, that it was such like a boyish thing to do, and that his sister would really hate him for it, and that he wasn't helping her out at all. He would actually probably be hurting her. So he just totally walked away from that idea. And like, a year went by. His sister was not really recovering. She was just deeply depressed and struggling. And the cycle sort of began again, where Mike wanted to punish Dave. And he thought about it for a while, how he could do this without ever having to risk physical altercation. How could he rock Dave's world psychologically? So he came up with a new plan. He would follow Dave around, and he would take a photo of him out in public. And then he would print the photo, he would frame it, sneak into Dave's office, and hang the photo on his wall, or find a place to put the framed photo. So Dave would know someone was following him around, taking photos, and that someone had been in his office that he didn't know. He thought this would really freak Dave out, which was his goal. So he started following Dave. And one day, Dave went to the pool. Mike snapped a photo of him. He took it to a pharmacy and printed it. He bought a cheap frame. And then that next week, he went to Dave's real estate office, he pretended to be a client, and he walked around the office until he saw Dave sitting at a computer. And he managed to put the framed photo, which was small—it was like the size of a baseball card—right on Dave's desk without him ever noticing. And then he left. He had accomplished his mission. So now he's done this thing. He's satisfied, but there's no way to know if what he did even worked. He just has to hope that it worked. And he finds himself thinking about what he's done a lot, and the intended impact. His goal was to unsettle Dave, to make him think that someone was following him. And the more he thought about it, the more concerned he became. He thought about what it would have felt like if someone had done that to him. It would have really freaked him out. He would have always been looking over his shoulder. And then he thought, hey, what if someone did that to my sister? It's the kind of thing that could break somebody. And then he started really regretting what he had done. He had put all this energy into causing harm. He had essentially given up on his sister and was focusing on this loss of a person. But she was still around. She was still a person. And he could have put all that energy towards being a good brother, being a friend. And that's not what he was doing. And it ate away at him for like a couple of weeks. And finally, he decided he had to go tell Dave what he had done. Because if Dave was like spiraling out of control, well, he had to stop that. So one day, he goes up to Dave's office, and he waits outside for Dave to have his lunch break, which he usually did at a picnic table out there. And Dave goes out and sits down and starts eating his lunch, and Mike walks up to him and says, hey, I'm Mike, you were married to my sister, and I'm the one that put the photo on your desk. And Dave says, what photo? And Mike tells him, listen, I was really mad about how you had treated my sister, and so I I did this thing. And again, Dave is like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So they go into Dave's office. There's the photo on the desk. And it was a small photo, and there was a lot of junk on the desk. And there were a few other small framed photographs. So it just blended right in with that group of photos. Dave had just never noticed it there. And he was like, oh, yeah, I just didn't notice it. Mike's pretty embarrassed. And so he apologized. Dave was actually really understanding, and that he said he was really sorry how things had worked out with him and his sister, and that he was trying to become a better person. He forgave Mike and wasn't going to call the police, which would have definitely been the reasonable thing to do. And then Mike left, and it was over. Well, it wasn't completely over. Mike knew he had to tell his sister, and he did, and it was really upsetting, and she stopped talking to him for several years. And their relationship was still very strained. And that's why it was the biggest regret of his entire life. And now, every time he thought about Parmesan cheese, he thought about his sister. And he got really sad. Rob Tells Tales is produced by me, Rob Tiffin. I had some additional editing help from Ben Lamb. The cover art is by Marcella Johnson. She also came up with the title. The end credits music is by Poddington Bear. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and at RobTellsTales.com. This podcast would have not been possible without Ben, Marcella, and Melanie. Thank you, and thanks for listening.